Okay, we're recording now. <laughs> Did you hear uh, Kamala Harris's? Uh, I don't think so. I only listened to to bits of it. She's good. Thank She's you, so Barr. good. Uh, Attorney General Barr, has the president or anyone at the White House ever asked or suggested that you open an investigation of anyone? Look at her face um, the entire time. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, yes or no? I will repeat it. Has the president or anyone at the White House ever asked or suggested that you open an investigation of anyone? Yes or no, please, sir. Um, the president or anybody else. Seems you'd remember something like that and be able to tell us. Yeah, but I'm, I'm trying to grapple with the word suggest. I mean, there have been discussions of, of matters out there that... Uh, they have not asked me to open an investigation. But Perhaps they've suggested? I don't know. I wouldn't say suggest. Hinted? I, I don't know. Inferred? You don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, in your March 24th summary, you wrote that, quote, after reviewing the special counsel's final report. But I will say that no one. Sir, I'm, not, I'm asking a question. Yeah. In your March 24th summary, you. you wrote that let's quote, let's, let's, the We'll get this show started after we have to hear, uh, <gasps> slandered this man. You have slandered, slandered this, man. this man. From top to bottom. <laughs> uh, what, when did he offer a, a pardon to someone? I think you know what I'm talking about. Please. What do you mean, please, please, Mr. Attorney General, you know, give us some credit for knowing what the hell is going on around here with you. <laughs> Not really. I love her. To this line of questioning. So, no, no, we're good. listen. You've slandered this man. Yeah. What I sort of want to know is how do we get how do we get to this point? Yeah. I do not think so that how do we I'm get to the point anyone. Where the, all all I can say, Mr. Chairman, I am done. Thank you very much. And you slandered this man from top to bottom. <laughs> from so top to bottom. From top to slandered. <laughs> I have never. <laughs> oh, Lindsey Graham. He, he's totally a rose. Not rose, no. What's, her, what's the slutty golden girl? Uh, Blanche. Blanche. Yeah. He's a Blanche. He has slandered this man from top to bottom. <laughs> top to bottom. I have never. <laughs> Hello, friends. It's Secretly Timid. Uh, it's me, Megs, and I'm here with John. Hello. Uh, do we have a featured song of the week? We do, and it's actually a little bit different than uh, the songs that we usually play. Uh, so this one's actually a spoken word piece, kind of poetry, but it does have music to it. It's mm-hmm. by a spoken word artist, Kate Tempest, and it's called Fire Smoke. She's, mm. uh, I believe she's British. Um. She's a, yeah, today critically acclaimed British spoken words artist, rapper, poet, novelist, and playwright. Kate Tempest returns with her new song, Fire Smoke, and, and her uh, third studio album, The Book of Traps and Lessons, will be released June 14th via American Recordings slash Republic Records. Does she also play the music, or she just does the word bit? I am unsure. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, whatever. You can do whatever you like, mm-hmm. madam. Do you know, have you ever heard of Amanda Ghost? 
No, is that like a Simpsons joke, like Amanda hug and kiss? No. Amanda Ghost, uh, like in the l- like early 2000s, she uh, had kind of like a, I don't even know how, it was a pop album, it was a lot of electronica into it. The, the big hit was Filthy Mind that was on an episode of Queer as Folk. Um, I really liked her. And uh, t- this morning I was like, whatever happened to Amanda Ghost? Because that song just happened to come up on my shuffle. And I so, so I looked her up. I had no idea. She like ha- is now, she was a former uh, president of, I think like, God, what one of the big record labels. And she's co-written like a shit ton of really famous songs. Like that horrible You're Beautiful song. By James Blunt. Mm, I don't know it. Oh, you would know it if you heard it. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. This oh, that's I know clever. is true. It's a horrible fucking what song. What a clever but set of lyrics. She co-wrote that. She co-wrote um, some Shakira songs, um, like like the werewolf song or something. I don't know. Um, and a bunch of Beyonce songs, too. Hmm. So... Um, it's proof in the pudding that you might fail at your own thing, but you could be successful at something else. Because I'm sure she didn't go out thinking, I'm going to be a songwriter for all these pop acts. I've been on a, a few dates with uh, several different dudes and thought to myself during the date, this is Amanda Ghost. <laughs> and then I never saw them again. Nice. Thanks. Zing. So... Fantastic. How was your week? My week was wild. Oh? Yes. Tell me about that. Um, I got offered a new position at work, and I accepted it, and now I feel a little guilty about it because, um, because I'm the most junior person in my division, and I'm unsure if one of my coworkers who's who's been with the company for like over a decade wanted that position. It was something that it wasn't even like offered any or it wasn't even announced really. Mm-hmm. It was announced on a slide that, uh, cause we had like a little town hall and the position was open. It's for like a, uh, a complaints analyst, which is kind of what I, a little bit of what I did when I worked for another company. Um, but my boss before the town hall said, Hey, we have this new position that we're, we're, you know, that that's going to come to fruition next week. And we were thinking about you for it. Would you be interested? And I was like, sure, I'd be interested. And so then when the town hall came and the position was marked open, I thought, oh, you know, I'll supply and that's it. And then after the meeting, there's all this like buzzing around um, and people being pulled into offices. And then I got pulled into an office and I thought, oh, fuck, what did I do? Am I in trouble? And uh, basically are like, that slide shouldn't have been marked open. <laughs> it should have had your name on it, and so I accepted, and I feel kind of guilty, well, a little bit, a little bit your guilty, coworker? just about my coworker. Oh well, congratulations! Thank you on your promotion. Uh, what what makes you think that this coworker may have wanted it? I don't know if she did or didn't. Okay, um, but I know that she was the main reason why I got employee of the quarter because she nominated me for it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so in my head, I've created this play where she was doing something because normally, like when you when nominations are over, you nominate one of the people in your division. That's what I did. I didn't nominate her. I nominated somebody else, and I feel bad about that. Um, so in in my mind, I envision her nominating me just to you know because that's one of our things that we're supposed to do to meet one of our goals that we set up is to nominate you know a co like recognize a corker that's been doing well. And so I envision her doing doing this just like flippantly, like whatever. Let's just do this to get out, that out of the way. And now, not only did I get the money and the recognition, but now I got offered a new position. And she's like creating a voodoo doll in my my image oh. to punish me. I doubt that. If she's upset with anybody, I would say it would be the company itself. Or yeah. and you know, what, it's weird. I did think because uh, I was looking at. Um, the leader, so the majority employees at my company, at least at the Dallas office, is minority. It's African American women, largest majority. But then I look about look at the leadership roles, <laughs> and you'd be surprised to know there's only one African woman in a leadership position. Uh, I'm not surprised, and I don't like that. Yeah. It sucks. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm thinking, okay, now I have this. It's not really a promotion because I'm not getting paid more money, but it could potentially lead to better opportunities because I'm, you know, I'm, I don't have any peers now. I'm just the only person that's in this, this role. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of sucks too. What is the new role? How does, how has your job changed now? Um, instead of uh, being a quality analyst, meaning I'm double checking my coworkers' work, I'm uh, reviewing every complaint that that we get in and seeing how it happened, what we can do to like make sure it doesn't happen again, and if it if it came from any sort of regulatory agency, then it, there's some more steps I'm gonna have to do, like with the risk mm-hmm. department and the attorneys and stuff like that. So, like, are you gonna be the equivalent of like? Uh like I don't have like internal affairs at the police department where everybody um, like throws a dead rat at your no, car every day. Oh no, that's kind of what I was doing before. Oh okay, because uh, I don't have now with the complaint. I don't. Uh, I don't think I have any sort of production goals. I just have more like here's a, the complaints that before people were responding to. I'm going to be responding to them and figuring out what the fuck happened. Do you have to? Uh, where do the from? Where did the complaints come? From customers uh, from, or cus- from, from customers, employees? from agents, from regulatory okay. people. It's not not like internal complaints. These are external complaints. So, do you have to call who made That's the complaints? That's one of the things that oh, I Christ. I told my boss. I was like, I will accept this position, but I'm horrible on the phone. Um, and so, if I can get some sort of assurance that I won't have to make a whole lot of phone calls, like every once in a while in special situations, then I'll accept. But I'm going to be pissed if there's like a bait and switch thing because that's happened before at companies. Yeah. Not this one, but at companies where like, oh no, it's, it's you don't it's have to do this. that at all, and you totally have to do it. Um, but she uh, assured me that, that wasn't the, the case, and she even assured me that there's no bait and switch. So, okay, so you just respond to them in writing? Yeah, it's not well. Yes, but it's not. It's it's less like what I did at the other company where they, where it's very standardized where there's. Uh, potential uh, fees involved if you don't, or penalt- like penalties involved if you don't respond X amount of days. It's not mm-hmm. like that at all. Um, it's a little bit more uh, laid back because we're not we're not uh, held by any sort of regulatory 
agency. You know, because before it was like if a customer sent in a complaint at this level, you have X amount of days to respond, or the bank gets fined. It's not like that at all. Um, so, do you have a corner office with a window now? I hope not. I don't oh, think you so. haven't started yet. No, I start Tuesday because I'm off on Monday, um, and you know I'll start my training then. I don't. I'm hoping I don't have to move. Your shit? My shit. Don't they have people to move your shit for you that work uh, no. in the building? Hell no. Really? No. Oh, we're not allowed to move our shit. That's at, at the other company I worked for. That's what it was like. We weren't allowed yeah. to move anything. Because we'll hurt ourselves and then they'll they'll be in trouble. Yeah, we're not nearly that fancy. And before I go and break it off to you, I guess we can do a little bit more time. I didn't even set up the timer. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't have a whole lot to say, so keep going. Something else happened and... And I feel a little like it's okay. So I've got some new upstairs neighbors, mm-hmm. and they have a child. I don't know how old the child is, but I'm assuming the child's a fucking huge because <laughs> it is just like like a monster baby, yeah, like a monster baby, the baby Huey. Because it is nonstop, like at certain hours of the day, just running, just like stomping to the point where my my pictures on the wall rattle and so yesterday the kid was having a and this is this is like the third or fourth time this has happened because before i don't want to cause a stir i'm sure it's i know it's like really hard to be a parent and so if your fucking monster baby is having a conniption fit i'm sure they're not having a good time either but saturday i lost my shit like i couldn't handle anymore and i took my swiffer and i started just pounding the ceiling like because i was just it was just it was too much yeah and I and I did a little sassy thing on Facebook because I'm like, <laughs> like it's too fucking much. And I become that person that's like hitting the broom against the ceiling to calm the, the fuck lady. down. Yeah. Yeah. And then my friend Dusty, I can actually pull up what he said. Um, and because again, like I said, this is uh, this is not the first time it's happened. So I've so I feel like I've I feel like I've I've done my part in being a good citizen before freaking the fuck out. Um, but this is what he said. I want you to hear. I want you to to, to let me know if I'm in the wrong. Okay. He says, that sucks for them. Raising a child is hard. Toddlers are no- noisy. You're the one uh, in this situation who can control their side of things. Making them feel bad for being parents won't help anything. You live in an apartment. That's part of the deal. And I wrote, I don't want, pe- <laughs> want to be a part of their family. And they're making me part of their family. Yes. Um what do you think? Am I in the wrong? No, man. That's exactly how I feel. I got these two dickheads downstairs with a baby. I don't know if she's a baby. She walks on two legs. So, you know, she's not a baby baby. But anyway, this kid like, you know, like midnight, she's running around and I can hear her. You can hear and you're above them. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and she fucking cries and she's got that like little squeaky child voice, you mm-hmm. know, so just easy to hear and it's fucking sucks also they fucking put their diapers in the like like they don't break down their boxes or anything so they just like fill the garbage cans full of dirty diapers and so you can smell shit yeah and then there's there's also no room for anybody else's trash because they've got bags and bags of shitty diapers Mm -hmm. it's disgusting so back to your question i don't think that's unreasonable um, your friend says you live in an apartment. That's part of the deal. I didn't actually. It's not on the lease. Okay, <laughs> it's not on the lease. That 
Right. Actually, in fact, and the opposite is on the lease about noise. They also live in a fucking apartment. Mm-hmm. So part of their deal is, which sounds like where you were going with the lease, part of their deal is they have to fucking keep it down, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, when I was little, like one of the rules was no running in the fucking house. Why don't they instill that rule? To their little monster toddler. Be- well, obviously because they're... Uh, I, I need to record it because like the sound of it... They're war criminals, it, I think. The sound it of like it is just insane. Mm-hmm. And I've had... I've lived in that building for four years. I've never had any sort of complaints about... Like the, the, the walls are pretty thick. Nobody has Rarely ever complained about your uh, glory hole... Parade. Um, I wish I could construct a glory <laughs> hole. I know. If my building had, didn't have such strict security, because it's hard to do an anonymous glory hole if you got to buzz somebody in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a hard time getting in there even when you're expecting me. <laughs> uh, not to the glory hole. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, man. No, I think I think you... you what are you going to do? I mean, you could do what the people downstairs did, like... um. We're just coming to check on you because we're afraid because there's a lot of stomping around. Mm. Like, uh, no, you I, can't. Don't do that. That's no, a dickhead. No, move. no, no. What I'm gonna do is if it, I'm gonna tonight. If while I'm watching Game of Thrones an hour later on Hulu, mm-hmm. if there is any monster baby stomping, then Monday morning I am gonna call the apartment and be like, I hate to be the guy that does okay. this. I really hate it, but. This child is, is ruining my life. I think it's a good plan. <laughs> like, I want to burn the whole fucking building down right now. Unfortunately, though... Woke me up this morning. God damn it. It woke me up this morning. Just, stomping around. John, just make sure that you do not slander <laughs> this monster baby and I from was top on, to bottom. I was on edibles, and that child <laughs> still woke me up. Oh. So I was chill when I woke up. <laughs> Still woken up. <laughs> I was chill, but I was awake. And you know how it is when you have two hungry cats, like the second you stir, then they both are like, it's time. You know, um, I, well, I don't know what that's like, but, uh, you know, I predict that these things are, are handled differently between, like, if, if somebody's got a dog then they can complain about the dog and they'd be like, you've got to make your dog shut up. Mm -hmm. But if you've got a kid, nobody says you've got to make your kid shut up. Why? They're equally as uncontrollable. What's the fucking difference? Well, I think, well, the thing, the secret of parenthood, and I think maybe my neighbors haven't discovered this. Do you and I know the secret of parenthood? Is A, distract, B, wear the fuck out. They need to take that little shit to like that that what's that what's that trampoline zone place and just have it jump around a little bit where it can stomp wherever it fucking wants and get so worn out that it's just goes to sleep they should um have little (laughs) but said no it's it's like freaking the fuck out and i hear stuff falling down on the ground i'm like what is going on up there yeah oh god i hope it's not a child abuse situation i didn't think about that uh no no. i mean if it was i I would hope that their side door neighbor would I don't, if, I'm thinking if it's me, like the neighbors to the left or the right have to be freaking out too. It can't just be me. Mm-hmm. So maybe somebody's already complained. Or maybe my complaint will be the one that, to make them homeless. And I would feel slightly guilty about that. But, but that would go away very quickly. It would. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they should uh, make like, this sounds like, uh, now, that I, now that I think about what I'm about to say, it sounds like I'm suggesting. Um, 
like little family cottages where they're like single family home kind of detached things Mm -hmm. uh, and keep them out of the the attached unit apartments. Um, But that kind of makes it sound like I'm suggesting a leper colony and I don't know if that's what I want to do. Well, I mean, they might like it better there. They might. Uh, (laughs) That's what they said about, you'll love it. It's on this island. There aren't any other people around. It's going to be great. You just uh, get on this boat and uh, we'll never see you again. Goodbye. Slander. Yeah. One of the, one of my friends said, buy the kiddos some slippers and be real passive aggressive about presenting them to the parents. It's not a bad idea. Uh, Dude, do you want to see these people? Like and then somebody, Melanie suggested, not not uh, Savenko and other Melanie said, put some soundproofing on the ceiling. No. No. Put some soundproofing on the fucking floor. Yeah. Or cut off the thing's legs and they then could, have them uh, wheel around. Okay, that's probably, that might be taking it too far. Uh, yeah, they could get those like little baby gym pads to mm-hmm. put on the floor so, you know, that they have at the little gym or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, or just, just put yoga mats on... It's just covered the floor with yoga mats. Some, some pretty bit. thick yoga mats. I've got I have the thickest of yoga mats and the Ooh. widest one. Oh, you're most the one. of those yoga mats are bullshit. They're oh, so small. Yeah, and they're so thin. <sighs> Am I kidding? I haven't I haven't done yoga, and I don't know how the fuck long it's been. It's so that's enough of my week. How was your week? Uh, my week was mostly uneventful. I guess it's been uh, really busy at work. I'm glad the week is over, um, but update. So we had our uh, our weekly team meeting uh, this Wednesday, and the boss was, you know, just like talking about superficial shit and whatever. We we never get like straight directives. We get like vague things, and then we don't when we don't do those things right. She's like, well, why didn't you do it this way? Like, well, because you didn't uh, tell me how it was supposed to be done exactly. So anyway, um, she, uh, she's been using, we each have these blocks. Um, I don't know how to explain it. Um, but it's like a, it's, it's a block that's just for you where the clerks can schedule in your blocks. Um, and they all have names, like mine so is like my a last name. Period of time, right? Uh, well, yeah, it's for like the whole office day. hours, kind of. Um, it's just a it's just a place in the computer uh, where appointments can be scheduled. So, um, so when the clerk puts in the computer, they they put in the name of my clinic. It's not a it's not a place. It's a you know uh, place in the. Anyway, uh, so so the boss has been using mine. Like she's never had her own done, mm-hmm. and I haven't ever gotten a good explanation from her as to why. When I first started there, she's like, "Oh, it just takes a long time, and it's just easier to do it this way." But I've been talking about it with uh, other team members, and we're all pretty sure it's so she can like hide how much work she isn't doing, mm. um, and. Because in order to know if the appointment that was in there was somebody that I saw or somebody that she saw, you have to go in and actually read the note. So, um, and there was one day where she, uh, she was like, um, I've got this, 
this guy coming in, I told him that I would see him at 10, but he got here at 7.30 and he's really sad. And I have somebody at 8 and then I have somebody at 9. So could you see him? Uh, which is, you know, what I wanted the fucking crying dude at 8 o'clock in the morning. Um, but so I looked in the block of time and she didn't have any appointments in there. They were all my appointments. Mm-hmm. But I didn't say anything. And... So anyway, she's using it to do shady shit, like make it look like she's doing more than she actually is, uh, making up, uh, you know, if she had said that to one of the other clinicians, uh, she'd say, oh, I have an eight o'clock appointment, unless they like put in the effort to go look for my block. And they're just going to assume that she's not lying. Right. But she does lie. Yeah. She's like Trump, dude. She will tell you that somebody said something, uh, that they didn't actually say in order to manipulate you. It's fucking ridiculous. Anyway, P.S. Long story long. I said, do you think that you're going to get your own? And uh, she said, well, uh, that's the other thing I want to talk to you guys about. Um, I'm moving to a different facility. Oh. It's, it's local, but, uh-huh. uh, but won't be. It's not going to happen for a little while, but, but she is actually uh, going somewhere else, which will be good. Because she's a clown. Just like a priest, just move them on to another parish. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's what happens. Um, so, <laughs> um, so then after the meeting, she sends me a message and she says, mm. can you tell me what your concerns are about me using your block? You say it's not proper, uh, it's not accurate record keeping. Yeah, I just said uh, it's, it makes things confusing and, yeah. you know. Um, and she's making us like track every person that we see and whether we could have made the appointment shorter and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure why she said it was for one reason, but all of us don't believe that cause she's a fucking liar. So let me just think about it this way. All of your records should be accurate, especially when it comes to stuff like that, like a meetings, cause those could all be subpoenaed one day. Yes. If something horrible was to happen or something good was going to happen. Yeah. Any, no, either way. Nobody takes team or meeting minutes. Yeah, I should. I know. Yeah. Um, so anyway, there's a there's a light at the end of the tunnel, I guess. Uh, what and else? What happened? a stupid thing to say. I mean, just because it's not right. Like I hate shit like that. Like why? She's I, bullying that, me is what she's doing. Like, do you want to? Yeah. Like I thought we had an understanding kind mm-hmm. of thing. You know? Fuck you. We don't have yeah. an understanding. Like you don't know any explanation besides it's not right. Ooh, and did I tell you that she called me into her office? I uh, can't remember if that was this. That might have been this week, maybe last week. Uh, she called me in her office to apologize. They tell you about when she accused uh, me of being out it? of the building. Yeah, why'd you do that in quotes? Because it, was uh, like a it non- wasn't a real it was a fucking apology. Apology, even though she too. said, "Well, I just wanted you to." <laughs> She's oh, it was this week. She's like. um... Because she, she was asking me about that dude that came in early. And then she's like, um, can you come to my office first so we can chat? And I'm like, fuck. And I'm trying to find a way to get out of it. And I'm saying like, uh, well, if he's been here, you know, for a long time, I should probably go get him. She's like, okay, but first come see me. I've told you several times I want to talk to you. I'm like, oh, fucking hell. So I go over there and uh, she's like, I want to apologize to you for uh, accusing you of leaving the building i should have uh i should have given you an opportunity to explain um but oh i have to tell you yeah i was just um i mean i know this is an excuse which means she doesn't know it's not a good excuse um 
but I was just having a really shitty day that day. Um, there's, you know, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, and I was just really stressed out. Well, it's actually a pretty good apology. She doesn't fucking mean it. Oh. Uh, and then she said some shit like, uh, I just want to make sure that we're okay. She's fucking backpedaling because mm-hmm. she thought that I was her only ally. Uh, she was wrong. She was wrong. Didn't like her before either. But now I really don't like her. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she's trying to like get, she she realizes that no one likes her. And so she's trying to like ingratiate me back into her fucking camp. And mm-hmm. I am not coming over, sister. Mm-mm. So uh, yeah, so it wasn't really an apology. It was a, it was a micro manipulation which was unsuccessful, by the way. I was listening to a podcast, uh, uh, Keep It, and one of the co-hosts said that she doesn't think adults can be bullied. Uh. And she's like, fight me on that. And I was thinking, uh, yeah, I could see that. I don't, don't think, think I don't so? think I can be bullied anymore. I think I could be well. It's it depends if there's something like a manipulation like that, like a blackmail. Is blackmail bullying? Uh. Is that a form of bullying? But somebody like like threatening me with violence, I don't think that would work anymore. No. <laughs> I feel like, like you're going to call me a bad name. Okay, buddy. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I guess blackmail could be considered bullying. I, bullying I, I, I is... can see adults being blackmailed. I don't, I don't see, at least for me, I don't think my feelings would not really be hurt if a stranger, you know, like if you had said something about me and my feelings, like you can hurt my feelings. I don't think strangers can hurt my feelings, though. Um, whereas no, okay, before, but... like class, like classmates, like when I was in high school, like shit, like that hurt, mm-hmm. like that type of billing, bullying. Bullying. But, is but totally... what about what about at work? Like these people, they're not your friends necessarily, but mm-hmm. they're not strangers either. And if there's a um, an unequal power dynamic, like, yeah, I don't know if that would, I don't know be... if that'd be bullying though. I, I believe think it is that definitely. that's uh, abuse of power. Like that, I don't know if that would fall under what I Isn't what, what I would think of bullying is? is. I mean, if if someone is being a bully, they have some sort of uh, power that the other person doesn't have. Hmm. Maybe. So I don't think maybe bullying we're, means... we're parsing words, though. I think I think like when I think of bullying, I think of, I'm thinking in more specific terms, and I think you're like thinking up? more general, like kind of like threatening in that sort of a way. Like, I'm or like making fun with... of somebody, you know? Yeah. Like uh, Carly Fierno, so yesterday with somebody's hair, you know, like something like that. That's a, <laughs> if the person hears it, it's bullying. I think it's a, if, but, but like, I don't direct. know if it would work, you know, like, like, I don't know. If somebody made fun of my hair. I'd be like, oh, okay. Go fuck yourself. That doesn't. <laughs> if you hurt didn't my care about them, then yeah. Okay. So, so people that you don't have any, uh, emotional investment in at all um maybe they can't emotionally bully you mm-hmm. they definitely can threaten to beat you up though yeah but even then i'd be like okay <gasps> the bank got robbed i forgot about that shit what bank the bank that's like right in the same it's like the sister building to my building at work i went to work or i went to the because i do take my my breaks there mm-hmm. uh because they're because they're the bank yeah because their employee <laughs> room that we have access to is a, is uh, a lot better than our break room you have access to the uh, employee break room yeah at it's the bank same it's, where a, it's owned work? by the same management and that office building it's not just a bank it's a it's an office building that the bank is part of the first floor mm-hmm. and then there's a bunch of other 
uh, companies that have Doesn't rent sound like space a very there. Secure bank. Well, I went over there and I noticed there were all these hot cops. Dallas cops are fucking hot. <laughs> Suburban cops are Ooh, like dude, out you of remember shape. That Asian? Yeah, cop? I do. I think I oh, saw him at guy. the bank. <laughs> Ooh. And so I was like, why are there all these hot cops walking around? And then like the the ba- the office, like the glass door, the to the bank was locked and i thought that's weird and so i had my lunch and i when i went out there's like a whole shit ton of police vehicles and i was you know trying to mind my i was trying my best to like listen with my super hearing that i don't have because i didn't want to like look suspicious but at the same time i was really curious about what was going on but when i left this older man was like uh man spreading outside of a his suburban you know like one foot in one foot out and he was like hey is the bank open? I was like, no, I think something's going on. He's like, yeah, I think it got robbed. <laughs> he did really did sound like that. He sounded Ooh, like that Bills was a good, from Bill's Records that and was Tate. A, oh. <laughs> yeah, he was sounded he, like that. Did he have a cigarette? Pretty much. Like he hanging out of his mouth? One. And I said, uh, yeah, that's a fair assumption. And then I like scurried back to my building and, and immediately ran up. Scurried like, back like a field mouse? Yeah, and, and <laughs> just spread the gossip. Hey, guys, I think the bank got robbed. And we all rushed to the windows to look outside. And then the management uh, emails sent, you know, about just a... Uh, Police are on campus or something like that. I hate it when, when on they the use business parks and they call them campuses. That's weird. Why? I don't know why. Like when I think of campus, <laughs> I think of college, not like a business okay. corporate plaza park thing. Mm. Anyway, um, sorry I hijacked your shit. Again. No, that's okay. Uh, when I was slightly similar story. When I was, I guess I was in late high school, early college, when I worked with Spooner. Mm. At that Wolf camera on fifteenth, mm-hmm. I remember that. Uh, there was a um, parking lot to the side of the building, and cops were there one day, and they had, they had just shot this guy Ooh. that was in his truck, and they had him like laying face down. He was dead. Oh, okay. He was laying face down on the um, the pavement. And they're just standing around because the other cops hadn't gotten there yet. The, but they said cover him up or is he no. just there? Why no. Not? And so we worked at a fucking camera shop. <gasps> so you started taking photos? Yeah. <gasps> I've got a shit ton of those photos oh, uh, in a box. Morbid. Yeah. It's really weird. It's mm. really what weird. What do you do? I don't I have no idea. I don't even remember reading about it after that happened. Like wow. it, it just like disappeared. And I think uh, he and I actually took those photos to the Dallas Morning News and they were looking over them, but I don't think they were published. Wow. So, uh, yeah, so that was weird. I don't know. Uh, that was kind of not related, actually, now that I think about it. It was adjacent, kind of. Yeah. Police were involved. Uh, went to a party with the engineer last night, his friend's party. Um, met a bunch of his friends and made a lot of new friends. Made a lot of new <laughs> friends. Pissed some dude off, some fucking sensitive man, hothead alpha male dick. Slanded him. I s- you slanded him. I slanded him from top to bottom. Um, yeah, this fucking bitch with a <laughs> little, <laughs> a, a like pathetic little beard and a coral colored shirt was like, uh, uh, did you say, you know, people don't uh, have PTSD, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, man, that's not what I said at all. I said some people um, think they have it and they don't. And 
people experience traumatic things and only a small percentage of those people actually develop PTSD. So like PTSD is the new autism. Yeah. <laughs> and now everybody's like autistic. And it's I'm a like, fucking no, buzzword. Yeah. You're not autistic. You're just socially awkward. That's okay. I am too. People, I'm not autistic. People develop PTSD, but it's mm-hmm. not as many people as we are led to believe uh, through social media or the media or whatever. Um, so he's like, oh, all right. And then he walks away. <laughs> uh, and then he got bent out of shape about me uh, identifying him as the dude in the coral colored shirt. It was fucking coral colored. Mm-hmm. I don't know your name and now I don't want to. What am I supposed to call you? The, it's an identifier. The bitch it's better, with the pathetic it's better beard. that you did that than comment on like his ethnicity or something like that. Because I got called out on that once. And oh, that man. That felt they, awful. I'm they like, were all white. I couldn't. Um, there's not like I could identify <laughs> someone by their uh, their race at that party. Um, but yeah, just, you know, what? calm down, little guy. <laughs> Everything's fine. Uh, but yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a good time. Um... I need to go to more parties. It's hard to go to parties when you're sober. Dude, you will never go to a party. Mm -mm. That's why I don't invite you to parties. Invite me to the next one and maybe I'll go. I will have a party here. I'll go. I invited you to the last one. It's hard to go when you're sober. So have some edibles and come to the party. I know, but I guess edibles do make me a little bit more chatty. Yeah? Yeah, that's the part of, of like, like, it's easy to go to, to... to parties when you're like, you know, you don't know how to communicate to strangers mm-hmm. because you just get drunk and then you just, you know, say horribly outlandish sexual things and then everybody just laughs. But you can't do that sober because you're worried about the consequences. Well, I mean, you don't, you don't really, you're less likely to do it sober. Yeah. So, and uh, I probably won't <laughs> wind up sucking dick in like the porta potty outside <laughs> the grapevine bar. Oh God! Dude. This is my experience really? once when I came to. I was like, "What am I Yowza. doing? And what is that smell?" Oh, girl, that is gross. Really, something that. And I then all your friends I know. Really know. All your friends. Well, they know do now because they saw you walk in with so and so, who may or may not be big in the Dallas art scene. <laughs> Uh, wait, was he my ex-boyfriend? No. Okay, good. No, I can tell you the name, though. Okay. And that person might have offered me cocaine, and I might have said no. So even though I'm drunk, I still have some boundaries. Yes. Well, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I won't take your coke, but, but I, I will, will suck, suck your, dick. your dick. For at least two minutes before I realize what I'm doing, and I realize before I am the, too good to suck dick in a porta potty. Before the smell of the porta potty overcomes me, and I can't suck. And actually, anymore. it wasn't the porta potty. It's like the new bathrooms outside that they have mm-hmm. at the grapevine. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Over on the basketball court, Mm-mm. they might as well be porta potties. There's porta potties with the door with like, holes, like in a them. park bathroom, pretty much. I fucking hate those. They're open to the like they've got those openings. Yeah, that are open air. No and then like so you go in there and there are like spiders under the seat yeah. and stuff i'm not gonna i can't do that i'd rather pee my pants which i have done before out of necessity really uh actually only time i ever pee myself is like if i'm in the ocean i think i had a dream once in junior high where i felt like i was at a toilet and i peed my bed that's the last time I remember peeing myself. I've had those dreams before, but I wake up before I do. Usually I do, yeah, yeah. Um, so, what else? What else? Party. Oh, yeah, so so I did. Uh, so, going back to the drinking at parties thing, never fail. Like, 
I, of course, woke up this morning and I was like, what the fuck did I say at the party? Did I do? <laughs> I think I was really obnoxious to the engineer about something like, uh, I don't know. Uh, and uh, so and then I thought like for at least an hour today, like, do I apologize for being obnoxious? Does he even remember? Does apologizing make it worse or no, better? No, don't apologize. Well, I, I said, I'm sorry I was obnoxious last night. And he said something like... Um, <laughs> he laughed and he said, how dare you? <laughs> uh, so he wasn't upset about it, at least I don't think so. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But I, al- I almost always, like, the next morning, because my memory is so bad, even without alcohol, but definitely with alcohol, I, like... I'm not really sure what I said and to oh, whom I, I have, said it. I have woken up from a dead sleep. Worrying? Thinking like, oh my God, yeah. what did I do last night? And then I look at my phone and I look at the text messages and I'm like, holy shit, delete. What do we Pretend do? Pretend we do not. That never happened. Yes. Sorry, you- Brian Patterson. I'm specific- specifically talking about you with one of the interactions <laughs> we had when I was drunk. That actually kind of led to me becoming a, a, a no longer drinking American. Drinking American? Yeah, no longer drinking American. I don't want to tell you, say sober because that'd be a lie. Okay. Uh, one time I was in, I was with uh, best friend Isaac and cousin Joshy. Oh, in- <laughs> two hotties. <laughs> He's coming to birthday extravaganza. You're coming, right? In July? Yeah, sure. Good. Which who is coming? Uh, cousin Joshi. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And Cousin Nini. I don't know who that is. Uh, he's my cousin. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's Josh's brother. Uh, he's the attorney. Josh is the oh, okay, mechanical cool. engineer. So we rented a house over near Knox Henderson with a mm. pool. Its own mm. pool, John. Mm. It's like my fucking dream. Getting so drunk to... and swimming at night with my friends. I need to work out yes. more. Well, I'm not going to, but Josh, you can if you if, like. I wonder if Josh will swim. Yeah, he'll swim. You can see those nipples. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was uh, me and Isaac and cousin Joshy. We were on spring break at my parents' place in Florida, and we went to this bar. And I had that. You remember that um, international student ID that I got to just put whatever birth date I wanted on it? Mm, sure. It said I was born in '77, so at the time I was like 21 or 22 on the card, but I was actually like 18. I don't remember. But um, anyway, we went to this this bar, and it was ladies drink free until midnight, and it was like mm. 10 o'clock, and I was like, fuck yes! And so I like just drank vodka all night long. Um, and we, they said, okay, we should probably go. And I th- threw up twice on the way to the car. Uh. <laughs> and then I threw up outside of the car window while we were driving. <gasps> oh, no. I wasn't driving. Uh, and we got back to my parents' house, and my dad woke up. He heard us. The three of us went into the bathroom so they could, like, help me. I think one of them held my hair, and the other one went there, there, or whatever mm-hmm. people do. And um, my dad saw us all three going to the bathroom together. Oh, no. And I think he thought we were, You're like, a doing... threesome? No, 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 no. No, he's my cousin. He's my cousin. That doesn't stop talking. Okay, well, I'm, you know. Tell that to the Lannisters. Okay. They, uh, I, I don't even know what to say about that. So, um, so yeah, so I, my dad asked me the next morning, like, what were you guys all doing in the bathroom at the same time? He thought we were doing drugs. Yeah. I'd never done a drug in my goddamn life at that point. So I was like, nothing, father. <laughs> uh, but anyway, while between throwing ups, I was calling an ex-boyfriend mm. and like leaving all of these like messages like, 
hey, guess what? I fucked X amount of dudes since we went out, and you're a cocksucker. <laughs> Stuff like that. Um, so, so, yeah. Lots of regretful things that have happened drunk. Anyway. Uh, the end. Uh, should we take a break? Yeah, let's do And then do a little hot topic-y? Okay. Do I just go into the bumper and you want to take a little bit first? No, go ahead. Well, I'm not ready yet. Oh. <laughs> well, then, let's talk Wait, a little on, bit. Hold on, hold on. You're drunk. We're drunk. Let's talk about it. I tried to find that show on YouTube, and I could not find it. They took all the videos down. It drunk sounds dial. amazing. The amazing God short-lived show that brought us the likes of Christine. You know, that Electroclash artist. What? what? What's Electroclash? Think Peaches. Oh. Yeah. You're the only reason why I know who Peaches yeah. is. Apparently, there's also a British socialite called Peaches. Oh, yeah. She's Gil, dead. Gil something. Yeah, Peaches Gandalf. Yeah, she's dead. Uh, drugs. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Um, was I think she was uh, tied to like maybe Tila Tequila? Who? Maybe Peaches Gandalf. Oh man, I have no idea. I think they were like engaged. Was her last name Gandalf? <laughs> Something, maybe, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but Christine had this, had this song that was like, deep in your butthole, deep oh, in yeah, your okay. butthole. Who I remember that, t- who dat, who dat. And then there was like a video too Gross, of like him dude. in the colon. It was weird. That is weird. Yeah. Inside it, of a colon, like they made a set. To they look made a like set to look colon. like an intestinal tract. Well, I know what the inside of my colon looks like. Because you had a colonoscopy. As we've discussed. Have you ever seen the show Better Things on FX? Pam Adlon? Yes. Adlon? I have, yes. A recent episode, she uh, had a colonoscopy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That show still going on? Yeah. It's great, except like that, that middle child... Fucking can't stand the androgynous one. Yeah, and I think we're supposed to not like. She's kind of a brat. She's. A, I mean, the old one's a brat too. A terrible. They're all brats except the youngest one. Yeah, but I'm just like, our kids really like this because that shit would not have stood in my family. Uh, I think it's a crapshoot with kids. Like you could have a kid, and maybe it's terrible in the beginning, and better later. Maybe it's terrible all the time. Maybe it's good in the beginning and terrible later. You just never know. I think. I just. I mean that that show makes you never to ever ever want to have kids because the way they say "mom," I'm just yeah. like, oh, I hate you. Can't yeah. the show just be just Pam Adlon? I feel like that when my mom calls me from the other room, Maggie. It makes my blood boil. I need to talk to my mother and ask her if I was like that when I was a teenager. But I think I was just more solitary. Oh, John, we were terrible. I'm sure I probably was. Uh, maybe I just blocked it out. I can. I. I know my sister. Like she definitely had that mom tone. tone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could see that. Yeah, and my. I remember my mother would yell like to wake up from the bottom of the stairs. Like just climb the fucking stairs. When I was really little, my dad would come in and uh, sing You Are My Sunshine to me, which is hilarious because he's like 6'6 six, six and yeah. massive. Oh, that's sweet. It was sweet. He stopped doing that once I got my period. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, not like, you know, the day of. I'm just saying like, as I got to be that age where a I woman. wasn't a little kid anymore, yeah. 
he just kind of backed off. I think dads get really freaked out by that shit. Yeah, I mean, I could, uh, yeah. Maybe they start doing the teepee hugs. Uh, yeah. The pyramid yeah, hugs yeah, yeah, are yeah, like, yeah. I don't want our genitals to touch because they are now yep. an adults. Yeah, there there was a long period where he didn't say, I love you. Um, but that's over. He My parents, I don't really say that. No. No. We're not an I love you family. I, I've started to do it in text, though, because I'm getting older and I'm realizing I'm going to die soon. Yeah. Not soon, but. Well, who knows? It's imminent. It could it's be. It's coming. Very soon. Yeah. We never know. Uh, the end is near, John. Yeah. Okay. I just had like a nervous flashback because I realized we did not do any sort of sound test. And I looked over and I'm like, man, I hope it's recording from the, from the, it is though, I think. We'll find out. Yeah. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, um, oh shit, I lost it. I'm going to have to look it up again. Um, so my hot topic comes courtesy of California. Let me pull it up again. Um. Avengers in Thank you, California. Game measles. <laughs> so um, this happened. A woman in her 20s, now confirmed to have measles, attended the late night screening of the Avengers, which means that she exposed measles to she's, a crowded movie theater. She's an adult lady. An adult lady. Okay. That movie's three hours long. <laughs> measles is very easily contracted is it it's i believe it is airborne and furthermore i don't know if you read uh, or heard that uh they say if you were born before 1989 you should probably get a booster shot for the measles because of the uh, different strains or whatever that'd be you and me yeah but i think i i already i had uh volunteered for this disaster relief in puerto rico thing uh, a couple years ago and I think I had to get a whole bunch of those shots over again. So I think I'm good. Now, this article did, did not... So she has the measles, but it didn't give any sort of information on whether or not she was orig- originally took the... Or if she was originally vaccinated. Yeah. Because she's in her 20s. Well, fuck, I can't do math like that. <laughs> but do you think... Okay, so the question I had for you, because I thoroughly believe... In your own autonomy, right? Like, I feel like if you want to make decisions for yourself that affects you, you should be able to make that. That means if you want to do heroin, as long as you're not hurting anybody else, do whatever the fuck you got to do. Well, I mean, you could you could even argue that that hurts other people if you want to get really deep into it. But yeah, I see what you're saying. But when it comes to vaccinations, I don't. I don't. I mean, do you think that parents, no matter what, you you need to have your children vaccinated or? Do you think that they should have more control on uh, making decisions for their children that they see fit? Um, I think that if you're going to live around other people, um, then you need to do it. And if you want to live in the woods, off the grid, um, you know, growing your own fucking food and, you know, spearing fish with a stick or whatever then you can go ahead and not get the measles vaccine if you like 
You know, I watched an episode of Naked and Afraid, and a woman did shoot a fish with, with a bow a and arrow. With Ooh. a fucking bow and arrow That's pretty through skillful. the water. Holy it was pretty shit. impressive. Um, but what penalty should there be for like parents that, that don't want to vaccinate their children? For It could be fear. They could believe that bullshit thing that vaccinations uh, cause autism or whatever. We vaccinate too much. or What penalty for them? Do you throw them in jail or do you hold the kid down and give them the shot against their will? Well, like I that's mean, the part where I'm like, I don't know. Nobody can use the the vaccination equals autism uh, defense because the guy who did that study uh, confessed that he had fabricated all that stuff. So yeah, he caused a lot of damage. Yeah, he did a bunch. Um, and Jennifer McCarthy, I don't think to this day, I don't think has apologized for that either by saying, "Hey, I was wrong about that shit." Well. I mean, because she was, I think, probably the the loudest voice that yeah. spread that theory around. I'll go on living, not accepting an apology from <laughs> or receiving. But I mean, uh, do we hold the kids down and vaccinate them against their will? Because currently we don't. Like, I don't think there's any sort of. What, who's who's we? You mean like their the government? Parents, somebody. So we're really like forcing the parents because the parents are the ones that are going to make that happen. Well, we'd have to force doctors too. Mm. Um, I don't know. It's a good question. What, what do you do? I think I, because I don't have kids, I don't care that much about this. Um, but some people get really, really animated about it. And I guess I understand why. I always thought, I mean, I assumed because I'm not a parent either that, the second the baby pops out and the nurses take the babies away to like clean them up, that they just immediately like give them a bunch of shots and shit. Yeah, you can. But I guess they don't do that. Mm-mm. You have to be a certain age before, yeah. like, um, I don't know, it's before you were a year. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you can't do it right away. And I think, I think that's what uh, parents get really upset about is that they have children that haven't had the opportunity to be vaccinated yet. And then they come into contact with Mm -hmm. somebody who chose not to vaccinate. And then, you know, their kid could die or whatever. I think babies are really susceptible to measles. But um, anyway, I don't know the answer to this. Um, And I also heard a story about, I don't know if this is true or not, um, cause I, to be perfectly honest, I just read the, the headline that at the Avengers movie, somebody beat the shit out of somebody else that spoiled the movie for them <laughs> in the movie. Yeah. Like I, it sounded like it was like a passing, you know, like the, the, the two way or the 2 PM movie ended and then the 5 PM movie there, those people are coming in. So they crossed path and they're like, mm-hmm. Hey, so-and-so died. And then the guy just kicked his ass. Well, that was an, an obnoxious thing to do. You dick. Mm-hmm. But also. Come on. I don't get, I don't, do you get pissed off at spoilers and shit like that? I don't get pissed off at spoilers. I'm still going to watch it. I get disappointed. Really? uh, A little bit, but uh, not enough to say anything about it. I just, um, but, but beating somebody's ass is really an overreaction. Uh, so fuck that guy. He's the bigger dick. The only time, oh, big dicks. The only time I really get (laughs) so upset that I want to, beat the shit out of somebody usually involves driving somewhere in an, an altercation like that. Like somebody riding your tail, 
when you're already going 85 miles an hour on the tollway and they're still tailgating you, that gets me pissed off. But I just, I just pull over to the right and let people pass me. But still, for a second, I'm like, you motherfucker. I think we're all way bolder when we're driving. Oh, yeah. Because we're like, we feel like we're protected from the other person so we can say whatever the fuck we want. You and me, we are not protected in our vehicles. Oh, no, we're not. No, nobody is really. I mean... Uh, big old, big old SUVs kind of are. Um, I mean, from like somebody punching you or saying something mean to you. Oh, I was just thinking more about like accident wise. No, no. I just mean like, um, we don't walk around on the street and be like, Hey, God damn it. Get your bitch ass out of my way when you're on the <laughs> sidewalk. You know, you don't say that because the person could like turn around and punch you or my boss told me a really funny tell you story. that you're mean. That happened in Rome. Do you want to hear it real fast? Yes. Uh, back when she was in college, she and her best friend uh, went on a, a vacation. To, you know, one of those, you know, like rite of passage bullshit where you go tour Europe in a little mm-hmm. backpack. and you're. So they were in, uh, I think in Rome is when it happened. And I don't know what the politically correct term is. But you know how they have like beggar children? Yeah. There. So uh, there is a... Child, she said it was probably she was probably like twelve or thirteen years old, uh, crying to the to a police officer that was kind of harassing her, and she's like, "Well, well." So, my boss's friend, while they were walking past, started mocking the beggar child <gasps> by going, "Wah, wah, wah. Oh, dude!" So after the police let the child go, the kids started chasing them. And so my boss went one right way. Her friend went the other way. The child caught up to my boss, took off her shoe, and started beating her with it. While her friend looked on and started thinking it was hilarious. And then so she shoved the girl away, and then the police came over and started harassing my boss. She's like, what are you talking about? She was hitting me with a shoe. God, that's my worst nightmare. Uh, Little little people are very fast. They're quick. They'll, they will fucking come for you. Uh, it's like that uh, that Donald Sutherland movie, uh, Don't Look Don't Look Now. I have never seen it. I don't want to spoil it for you. Oh, but I like spoilers. Okay, well, there's somebody very small that ends up murdering him. Oh, oh like Pet Cemetery, the original one, where the little boy kills his mom. I kind of like that. You just ruined it, John. Uh, so, um, yeah, she also said stories how she got pickpocketed. So, I, so I said if I ever go to Europe, I would have like a fake wallet in my front pocket or my back pocket that just says like "fuck you" in it. Like that's all it has because it would be my decoy. You have to change the piece of paper uh, depending on which country you're in. Like, put it in Italian. Or yeah, that's English what I would do. And then German. my real wallet, um, I'd like put in my underwear or something because I would think I would probably feel that. You can get those ones that strap to your thigh, which I think you would really enjoy. Yeah, you like a little garter that. belt. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> Slander this man. Walk around like this. What's uh, your hot topic? My your hot topic. HT. Okay, so I have a personal vendetta against uh, student loans. Oh, so you must, you, you're rooting for Elizabeth Warren. Fuck yes, I am. Oh my God. Although, it's, man, Kamala was pretty good. She's really good in hearings, but then I'm like, do we really want to take her out of the Senate? Because I want her grilling everybody. Yeah. But Elizabeth Warren's also very good in the 
hearings I as well. I fucking love Elizabeth Warren. I, I think yeah. she, you know, sometimes she's a little hyperbolic and, but you know, she's a politician or whatever. So, um, anyway, so, uh, there were these, um, this is from NPR. Uh, this came out on the third. So what's that? Two days ago. Um, so the department of ed had these, uh, teach grant, um, it was a teach grant program. So, uh, you, let's see if you were gonna teach in a, like a low income school, Mm -hmm. um, for X amount of years, I can't remember what the, hold on a second. So it's like an incentive program, kind of like if you work for, if you risk your life in the army for 10 years, then you don't die. Uh, so, in, a, uh, in exchange for agreeing to work in low-income schools, aspiring teachers could get federal teacher education assistance for college and higher education. So TEACH. So clever, these guys, uh, with the acronyms. Uh, it's a TEACH grant, right? So um, they made education, like their own education decisions based upon mm-hmm. this promise that it would become a grant and then they wouldn't have to pay it back if they taught X amount of years or whatever. Um, so what was happening was, um, you know, the department of ed, uh, contracts out to, to these, uh, outside loan companies, these private lenders, um, to do the, um, the subsidized loans from the government and, um, borrowers would like send in their paperwork and, like stupid things like um, they forgot to check a box or sign something or it was, you know, late. Um, They would instead take what was going to be a grant and disqualify them for the grant and turn it into loans. And not inform them of that? Um, I don't know if they were... I think they were informed. I don't know if they were... uh, but shit, at that point, like I didn't know interest rates at all when I when I was getting my loans out. I didn't even question it. Really? Yeah, I was like, I don't know what that fucking means. Well, uh, I was a very uninformed uh, consumer. Consumer. Uh, I didn't I didn't have any loans for um, undergrad, but so by the time I was fucking with that shit, I was in grad school already. But you were so young, though. Uh, yeah, I guess I was like twenty four. Or That's a baby. I was You're a, still baby. a baby. I'm a responsible baby, though. Yeah. I mean, financially. I was an irresponsible I'm, baby. I'm pretty irresponsible in other aspects of my life. Hell yeah, you are. Um, let's see. Federal teach grants, $20,000 in loans. Okay, so, so and it would accrue interest, like, from the beginning, mm-hmm. like, retroactively. Um, and so it took fucking NPR to get involved and research this stuff. For uh, the Department of Ed to finally say, okay, we're going to convert these back into grants um, and... Are they going to refund is, them their money? Uh, yes. Or no, wipe it out. I don't uh, know if they're going to get Everything that they paid refunded. into it, they should. They should. I don't know if they're going to do that. But, Betsy DeVos um, should just sell some of her yachts. She has like 20 yachts. Fuck, fuck her. She's a... Fuck that whole family. She's a monster, baby. She's a monster. Her brother's a monster. They're all monsters. Uh, so, yeah. So, um, they're like... 
So surprise, surprise, long story short, lenders were taking advantage of people. Yes. I told you I have had the same problem with yeah. uh, with Fed loan, which sounds like a federal lender, but, but it's, it's not. not. Yeah. It's not. Uh, it's like when <laughs> it's like when you go to the uh, the clinic that says uh, pregnancy or pregnancy clinic of such and such county and you're like can i get an abortion no get a pregnancy test please nope. and they're like let us tell you about the lord and also abortion is wrong mm-hmm. um they're not county they are it's like how bank of america is not an american bank if you really cut it down it's german gross <laughs> well i mean germans are good with money so i guess i'm fine with that i don't know um anyway so so yeah so npr had to like get involved, which I think is fucked up because, you know, otherwise people would have just had to take it in the butt. Um, I, I've lost a bunch of time on my repayments because of like little technical errors and shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, it's a fucking clusterfuck. And don't you think they, they put up all those technical stuff as a means to legally be like, well... We don't have to do this anymore because you see, you didn't dot this I right here, and uh, technically, it means that it is null and void. Oh yeah, and uh, it also the article also said that um, a lot of the the people that answer the calls at the lenders didn't even know that this was being implemented, mm-hmm. so they're not even informed, uh, and that's that's fucked up, man. And you know, what do you do, like? You got to document everything, and then who do you give it to? A, you know, federal department that doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I think uh, contracting out for that sort of thing is fucking bonkers. But I don't know. Um, yeah, so that's moving in the right direction, which is good. good. This federal service loan, per- federal what is it? Uh, the loan forgiveness program. If you work for a nonprofit, the one I'm doing. Um, that had better fucking make it. Uh, I hope so. Because if it doesn't, I'm going to have a f- goddamn stroke. What'd you, do you, hear, you heard about Elizabeth Warren's plan to wipe out student loan debt. Not 100%. I think for the maximum, it, it depends on how much income you have. Yeah. Like in my situation, I don't think it would knock out all of it. It would knock out like 50 grand though, which is great. Yeah. Um, what do you feel about uh, just, uh, so she announced this a couple weeks ago and on Twitter, at least from what I could see, there are some people that are like, I worked 25 years to pay off my student loan debt, and I'm going to be pissed if oh, yeah. she comes in. I don't understand that mentality. Um, well, it's, it's, uh, it's self-involved. I don't get it. Because if, if that were me, I'd be, I, don't, I don't think I'd be upset that if other people didn't have it that hard. I, I could see myself being upset by that, um, but... What I worry about is that those people will be upset at the people who received the benefit and not the the government mm-hmm. or whoever it is that would that, be. That originally, yeah. Right. Like, it's not the fault of the people that are that are getting what they deserve. But I mean, I would just say 25 years ago when that person got out into the workforce was a very different... Uh, situation than now. I mean, I had to defer my my payments for a couple for at least a year or two because I couldn't find work after I got out. Yeah, I don't know what the um, employment climate was. That and we're not then. getting paid nearly as much as our parents were when they first entered the workforce. No, we're not. 
at all. So when they when your father tries to do it, tell him to go suck your dick because <laughs> you're not getting paid nearly as much as he was. And that's the God honest motherfucking truth. Yeah, this whole like uh we pull ourselves up by our bootstraps yeah, is fuck such bullshit. That. And you fuckers are living longer, so all those executive positions are already full. And we they're not gonna be full again until they die. And when they die, they're gonna give it to this, you know, the next person in line, which is probably not you. Nepotism. Mm-hmm. It's their nephew. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad. Chad is going to get that position, and you are going to be a secretary. <laughs> Not even a secretary. Not even a secretary. Um, did you read about the? Um, I heard. I read about the platinum jeans. The what? But but. Uh, oh, that I thought you said platinum jeans. Platinum jeans was his name. There's a yeah. little bit of a. Did you hear? Did you listen it's to John. the? But Jean, did mm-hmm. you listen to the? Uh, they released the audio. I, I didn't. Did I I read the transcript though, and that was what did it still say? upsetting. Um, she did admit fault, but it. But at one point, she did seem concerned about her job, which I think, given the situation, is a weird thing to worry about. But I'm not her. So I don't know if that was weird. That was a little off-putting. Mm-hmm. And it's still really off-putting, too, whenever I see the articles in the comments and, and a lot of people, mostly white people, because I do think you can't separate race in this situation, saying that, that the 911 call proves that it was an accidental shooting, which it was not an accidental shooting. She intended to, right. to shoot. So we should have a discussion about that. Mm, yeah. And how if if you're... Quote, standing your ground, A, you have to make sure it's your ground, and B, you just, you have to, you know, really, there should be a harsher penalty for situations like this, I think. Yeah, I just don't, uh, I I still am not clear on how you can walk into a different apartment. Yeah. Because things are, I mean, I assume that it looks totally different. Mm -hmm. Like, immediately. I would, I mean, I would... The first thing I notice whenever I go anywhere is a smell. Like, my apartment has a smell. Your apartment has a smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point, too. That is true. So, I don't know. I don't, um, I don't fucking feel sorry for her Mm-mm. at all. Um, I think it ex- really it exposed uh, the Dallas PD, too. And I hope that the new DA in charge is going to... I hope we see justice because so far the initial let's investigate him. I, the article that, that uh, released that that I read still mentioned the small amount of marijuana and the grinder. I, that's, I I don't understand why who gives a fuck. It doesn't have anything to do with anything. Let's even if it, even if let's say if there was something harsh, harsher there, it's in this situation does not matter. Does not matter. Oh. No. It's his fucking house. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It's that that's not that's not a reason. It's not an excuse. Uh, so I'm sorry I interrupt you about it. Pharmaceuticals? Oh yeah, there's a pharmaceutical company. I'm forgetting the name. Uh I I was not intending on 
Oh, I is it though that they're going to be held liable for spreading all those drugs around and misleading people? Is uh, that you're that talking one? about uh, Purdue, probably? Yeah. Right? So this is a different one. Um, this is uh, let's see. This is a pharmaceutical company called Insys Therapeutics, hmm. and they had a like a nasal spray that was fentanyl based. Hmm. And if you, uh, I'm sure you are aware, fentanyl is um, is pretty potent and dangerous. That's not like my Flonase, is it? No. Okay. No, no. Uh, I'm not sure what the name of the spray was. Um, but so they charged this, the pharmaceutical executive, his name's John Kapoor, um, and he was found guilty of racketeering conspiracy after 15 days of jury deliberation. So um, what they did was, first of all, they had a fucking rap promo video for this, which is what? like to send out to uh, prescribers. What did the drugs? What did the drug do? What was it for? Uh, it's for pain. So oh. fentanyl is a, a an opioid, and uh, it's um. There's uh, God damn it! It's escaping me. The the lower one. Um, I can't remember. There are like three levels, but there's fentanyl, and then there's carfentanil. Carfentanil is a, an elephant tranquilizer. Fuck. Yeah. So, um. Like a few grains of fentanyl can kill you uh, just by like when when cops go into raid places that they suspect have uh, these opioids there, they have to be fully protected because they'll like, like hazmat suits. Yeah. Like even if they like touch it, they can, you know, go into uh, it can be toxic for them. So and then car fentanyl, like just the smallest amount is fatal. Anyway, so um, so they made this rap video and they sent it out as a promo to all these prescribers. They also hired a woman who was previously um, an exotic dancer mm-hmm. um, and put her on the sales team. And she, on at least one occasion, was directed to give a lap dance to a, a doctor Jesus. To, to persuade him to uh to start to prescribe it. yeah yeah so she was also charged and convicted i don't know i don't know what the sentence was but but yeah just these like really unscrupulous it's bribery yeah so well they're drug dealers yeah um i mean and bribery is not new to this i mean they would i remember when i first started working in mental health they would sell send us like promo swag like uh you get a clock and you get uh here's a mug and here's a funny hat with our name on it mm-hmm. and yeah i've, I've been in a, i've been in a, a doctor's office where one of those sales associates comes in and it's mm-hmm. very clear that they're you know it's gross it is really gross it's they've so always gross. been i've male and women they've always been very attractive mm-hmm. yeah 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 um it's mostly women now sales. i think yeah, yeah. I'm but it's sales. very, they take them like to dinners and um, they will uh, hire physicians to hold seminars on it. Mm. And um, so Give anyway. them sticky pads with the little drugs yeah. name on it. I think they're not allowed to do that quite as much as they used to be able to. Yeah, um, but exotic dancers are, okay. Yeah. 
nope. no, they're not okay. <laughs> turns out. So, so anyway, there's that. And then, yeah, there's the, the Sackler family who owns uh, Purdue Pharmaceuticals. They're being sued like... Um, by a bunch of different states, like directly suing the family, yeah, not that, the company. It's like the cause of the narcotics crisis. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so that's good. Uh, I think it's shitty that you know this is so. This is this is on everybody's tongue because most of the victims are white. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, I mean, like that's it. Like the narcotics crisis. That's when the yeah. Media started caring. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit, but this is the world that we have, unfortunately. So, anyway, the it end. Still so pisses me off. They're like, we're going to be a minority-majority country soon. And I was like, no, only if you combine every minority, mm-hmm. which you do all you can do to separate them until you want to count them as one to scare the white people. Yes. But why should why should that matter? Why should that matter, white people? Why are you scared that minorities are going to be the majority? Is it because you're not treating them well? I imagine. Is that what it is? It's very upsetting to uh, get all of the shit uh, forever and then suddenly not get all of the shit. <laughs> it's dramatic. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's all. Anyway. Everything is garbage. Yeah. So anyway, do you have anything else? Uh, no, I've got nothing else. <laughs> it sounded like there was something coming after that, like an ellipsis, and then it didn't happen. Yeah. What do you think? No, nope, nope, uh, nope. We're done. Nope. Okay. I don't even remember the song of the week. Uh, it's peaches. I wish that would be amazing. <laughs> God, I remember that song you used to sing. The Fuck the Pain Away song? I didn't used to sing that. I'm you sure did. That's how I knew it. Bleepo used to sing it. Mm. Although, I mean... You, you know, definitely did, because it says fact, titties, and I remember you saying that word, and I was like, gross! <laughs> the thing about that song, fun fact, fun mm-hmm. fact, I wish I could go, bing, bing. Um, the only The recording of that song is a live version, because... That's the only recording that exists. So really? that that yeah, it's alive. She never uh, recorded in a studio. Was it impromptu? Did she just make it up on the spot? No, of course not. Uh, but that whole album, if you think about it in this context, it's it was and that she created it after a really fucked up relationship. Mm-hmm. Like it was it like it's a breakup album, kind of like you know. Does Peaches have a relationship that's not ever been fucked up? No, I think I, I imagine in my my envisioning of peaches is that i don't know, know what her non-stage name is her unstage name is but i i imagine that she's her christian a, name i i believe she's jewish um is that she lives a very normal life it's like she has breakfast in the morning uh-huh. her there are not dildos strewn about her her beautiful abode <laughs> well, that reminds me of something what uh Speaking of, uh, my neighbor had this like dickhead bro dentist do some work on her, and she, uh, yeah, was, yeah, she did. He yeah, got some work done. He drilled her. That uh, he like she kept having pain, and she was going in, and they were like dismissing her. And then she finally went in, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you have um, you have a you had an infection in your mouth, 
And she's like, I, I told what? you, and it was horrible. And he said, yeah, okay, but, um, and he would interrupt her, and he'd say, like, are you, but are you okay now? Are you okay now? Okay. And, like, you know, go on, mm-hmm. little girl. So <laughs> we were talking about this weekend with Big Ange, and um, there's a, a website called RuinDays.com. Have you ever heard of it? No, I have not. It's fucking amazing. So you can anonymously send things to people you don't like. Um, like uh, you can send them a bag of gummy dicks and it says uh, eat a bag of dicks. And there's, you can send like there's this little box, and they open it up, and when they open it up, it dumps sand out all over the place. <laughs> and there's a there's another one that's like a spring loaded uh, glitter bomb. So they push the button, and it goes. <laughs> or a card that has like you open it, and the glitter is loose inside, and it just like goes everywhere. Um, so anyway, so I think we might do that. Do it. Because it's not how, illegal and he's a dickhead. I've got a question, though. Yeah. Like, if something happens, how long should you wait before you do that so that they don't think it's you that did it? Look, if if this guy is as much of a bro as he sounds like, she's not the only person that's pissed off with him. Oh. So it could be anybody. Uh, it could be, you know, any number of women that he date raped. Who knows? <laughs> You've slandered this man. From top to bottom. <laughs> anyway, I didn't say his name because I don't remember what it is, but but he's uh, terrible. Enjoy the song Fire Smoke uh, by Why Can't I Find Your <laughs> Name? It's by Kate Tempest. I'm sorry, Kate. Um, and we'll be back next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. My visionary is a vision I watch her dancing by the window And it rips my flesh to ribbons And the whole world is just ripples In the middle distance I listen to her hips I push my kisses to her lips We move like we were born to move The night is teeth and pistons And there is something in this tenderness that makes me want to live. Fire smoke. Her mouth sets free this captive. Come close to me. Free me. Let me untangle the madness that knocks you. I drop to my knees and crawl across you. I tell you I've got you. So go on, give me three days of your body and mine Time is a blind eye and I see your mind in my mind's eye You make me immortal, you take me to space You are a planet, a place I've not known Your body is home to rare gods I kneel at their temple, I'm blown to bits Gentle, ferocious, we are open Explosives have nothing compared to these sparks So let's fall apart And then lie with me breathing in the den of the dark It's fire smoke Your mouth sets free, this captive come close to me 
free me Untangle the madness that knots me You drop to your knees, you crawl across me You lick your lips softly It's fire smoke The fire rises between us And makes us get on the wrong trains Walk the wrong way Make strangers smile greetings on Lewisham Way I bathe in this fire It warms without burning Compels without force And it turns without turning the world So please, you keep your purpose Your poise and your journey I'll be by the fire Thinking nothing I've learned can prepare me For everything else that needs learning Is this how it feels to feel certain? Cause for so many years my love's been a burden But now comes this fire To cleanse and restore us To fuel us and calm us And push us both forwards 